Welcome back to Balls Up, Pedestrian's AFL podcast. I'm Josie, a GWS fangirl, and that's Courtney, a diehard Bombers supporter. Hello. Let's talk about round 20, which is honestly just one of the spiciest rounds of footy in the history of the world. It was the closest round of footy in the history of AFL, which Mm. is insane in itself. Huge. But we also, it kind of was like a great round that was spoiled at the end. By an incident. By a very big incident, Mm. which we'll talk about later. But also, in happier news, we've got a new friend of the show that's coming in for our token mail this week. Do you want to tell? Do you want to tell everyone who it is? Oh my I knew God, you're very excited. My voice will go all squeaky because <laughs> I'm so excited. Courtney and I have been joined by Dustin freaking Martin, the one and only Dusty. Don't argue. Richmond the- Tigers superstar, Brownlow winner. Yeah. Norm Brown- Smith medalist. Oh, my God. Just clean sweep from last year. <laughs> the king of 2017. The man with all the tattoos. Yeah. What else can we say about him? Uh, the man in the undies. The man in the undies ads. We'll be talking uh, to him a Bonds about ambassador that. now. We have we'll talked to him about his jocks. license to talk to Dusty about his undies. And he doesn't do much media either. So yeah, we, very, feel- we feel very lucky that he's decided to say yes to us. We're blessed. Hashtag... Blessed. <laughs> I hate myself. Yeah, and we'll try not to fangirl too much. We'll ask him some hard-hitting footy questions. Serious questions. We're professionals. We are experts, after all. All right. Oh, God. Let's wrap that up. All right, guys, let's get into round one. It was a hot week of footy, and uh, let's go through a couple of those games. All right. So, as we said before, this was... The closest round in the history of the game. Yes, ever. Yeah. Which makes it the best re- best round in the history of the game. It makes it good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it all kicked off on Friday night. Yeah. Did you watch this? Uh, yes. I caught the tail end of it, I think. <laughs> tail? Get it? Wait, no. What was I doing? And they I think I was, tails. yeah, I was falling it off. <laughs> <laughs> I was following it on my phone, but I was also uh, working my way through five bowls of wine. Oh, right. <laughs> five. You know how you do like those, let's go and get a drink after work. Oh, yeah. And then it just escalates. Oh, yes. It goes from like zero to like 400 very quickly. Yeah. It was one of those. Well, I was behaving myself. Oh, well, that's good. I was at my mum's house and I forced her to watch it and she loved it. It was one of those kind of games that non-fans just exactly. like love. That's the good thing about these really close ones is that, like, even if you have no vested interest in the sport whatsoever. Yeah. Mum couldn't help but, like, look so up from good. her iPad games. Yeah. <laughs> she was playing. Like, oh, you want to like, watch Oh, they're no. really, they're really come back. <laughs> so that was decided by three points. 85 to 82 to Geelong. Jesus. And that was, like, a last quarter. Yeah. Clawing back. Yeah. By the cats. <laughs> get it? Because they have claws. Oh, get it? Because they oh, all have claws. I'm so funny. We could today. do so many like animal <laughs> jokes yeah. for this one. <laughs> um, so that was extremely spicy. Yeah. Can I add a note here about yeah. the word spicy? Chloe in our office listened to last week's podcast. We say spicy too much. She don't came, we? No, she came up to me and she said, Do you know that when you guys were tipping, Every time you said it would be a spicy game, they were the five games hey, that were decided. I'm like, high five. I'm a genius. I can't reach you. <laughs> that was the worst high five in the history of It was of way too elongated. It was just like a, uh, let's get it. Great. That's so good. I'm so glad that the spicy games were yeah, actually spicy Because I this say week. it a lot and I actually say in those tips, I'm like, oh, I keep saying this, but like, I think this will be spicy. And she's like, you were on the money. 
She's um, on the money. She said that, like, my last minute addition to Spicy was the Hawks versus Essendon. I thought it would be spicy. Yeah, and it bloody was. It was the next one to be decided oh, by. This one for. There's always one game every year that really tests me. <laughs> Test um, your emotions. Test my emotions. I was actually – this was on where I was with my family um, and me and mum watched this game and my mum – we had like a tiny baby in the oh. house, like a really fresh child, <laughs> and my mum kept getting like, Mom, go Essendon! And then I had to be like, Mum, shut up. Like she the baby's trying to sleep. She's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, go Essendon. <laughs> but then she Dyson, was also like – what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you – <laughs> um, Fucking string out your grub. <laughs> kick straight, kick straight. Um, but she also said that when I was a kid, like she would always have people over and they would all be screaming at the football and I would be sound asleep. Yeah, so you've got to get kids used to noise. It's character you've building. You've got to scream as much as you possibly can. Exactly, because they are only going to scream back at yeah. you, really. It's a screaming contest. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to feel like when I have kids. <laughs> Just like, what do you want? <laughs> you know what? I'm pretty sure that just like maxed out this <laughs> the speakers but anyway um so yeah hockey's by four points 107 to 103 mm. a valiant battle yeah we tightened it right up in the yeah. last 30, 30 seconds too yeah. i was just like oh, this is going to go back to the middle a and it's like 10 seconds to go games were like last happen. quarter clawbacks Oof. like they weren't close this close mm. the entire game mm. that a lot of them were like kind of these brave clawing backs in the last the worm, quarter. The worm uh, in every game is insane. Uh, so we also had North Melbourne by three, 107 to 104 to Brisbane. Yeah. Brisbane having a good go. Oh, they really did. And this one was heartbreaking because mm. it was a set shot. Yeah. Cam Rayner, who is like number one draft pick. Yeah. Amazing player, like rising star nomination. He's And he's a really good egg. Like I've seen he's interviews and he's just a cutie. Yeah. And he opted to, I think he did a... The way he kicked it, everyone was like, why did you do that? I can't remember now. Um, It just wasn't like what he should have done. He made the wrong decision in the moment. And when the siren went, like a few minutes later, a few seconds later, Mm. he was visibly so upset. Like tears in his eyes. He's only like two years old. (laughs) And their coach, who I love, Chris Fagan, put his arm around him and was like, you could see that he was mouthing, like lip reading. He was like, mate, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, we'll don't beat yourself like, up. Don't be so upset. And he was just like, <laughs> it was a very emotional round. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of Gary emotions. Ablett missed the goal for Geelong. And it was yeah, just like it was a lot of pressure on people. Exactly, to pull off these shots, and he exactly didn't. bless him. Hard. But I've said it once, and I'll say it again: Brisbane are a threat. A threat. They have found a lot of form this season. Yeah. Cam Rayner is a gun. Yeah. He will learn from that. He won't yeah, do exactly. that again. <laughs> He's like, well, I won't make that mistake again, will I? Never again. So. Oh, my God. And then, like, the... Um, oh, the showdown. The showdown. That was so spicy. Oof. Oof. It was always going to be. Crows and Love Port. a showdown. 96 to 93, like, another three-pointer. Yeah. I was going for the Crows because I wanted Port to lose for my ladder interests. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I don't usually go for Adelaide and my friend and I were texting she's like I've never like wanted Adelaide to win so badly <laughs> it was just for our own a interest. fellow GWS supporter yes I'm assuming, she is yes. and a fellow like we're not that fast on Adelaide after yeah. the stance the the collective minds power stance we're not into the power stance um 
But yeah, I was so invested in this game. It was another one that my mum was like looking over a book at the TV. Just like, <laughs> just oh, like, this is spicy. Oh. And like, obviously the goal, which we'll get into. We'll get into that the later. contentious goal. Oh, my mum was weighing in on that as well. It Twitter was, just was like... The internet was oh. rife after that. But again, just such an exciting game. This one was kind of close the whole time, actually. Yeah. Um, and it was just so exciting. I loved it. Oh, Adelaide so had a lot of spirit, you know. Yeah. It's that, that thing where it's like almost sudden death. Yeah. Where you're like, hang on, I've got to, we've got to, we've cling, got to put the boot in here. Cling on to Ooh, this. Oh my God. Just love footy. Yeah. So much, <laughs> so much spirit. And then um, we had Swans and Collingwood. And, Holy it's a great hell. segue because it's the same vibe. I think oh. the swans are like, it was desperation time. Yeah. Like, we have to silence the critics. Got to play finals footy now, like yeah. right now. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Now's the time to play like this is a grand final. And Buddy Franklin, there's been so much um, criticism of him. Mm. Is he done? Is he too old? Yeah. His foot trouble has been flaring up. Apparently only trains for like 20 minutes Holy before it hurts. shit. And someone... Um, Another that was that bruised foot player. from yeah, Optus, yeah. An ex-player said it feels like a knife going into your foot, like he had oh, the same gross. injury. I think it was Jude Bolton said that. Yeah, One yeah. of the ex-players. Yeah. And it was almost like he had something to prove. Six goals, four behinds. Like Oof. when Buddy's on fire, he's he on kicks fire. About. Like he kicked yeah. one in the first minute, I think. Or first oh two God. minutes. Like he was there with something to prove. Yeah. Let me tell you, my group chat was on fire yeah, during right. that game because most of them are Swami supporters okay. um, and they were all just screaming. Yeah. There's one of my friends who is so invested in Sydney that he's like every season takes like at least six months off my life. Like <laughs> He's like that game itself took oh, three months off me, I, I swear know. to God. Like he's, his blood pressure is going to be through the roof in like two years' time. Yeah. Um, so I don't think, you know, there's there's a lot of discussion about the game rules needing to change and it's like why yeah this kind of showed that it doesn't necessarily it doesn't like people just need to to play good football end of the season (laughs) exactly it's it's pointy it's very pointy it's exciting to watch my mom and i watch this one as well because mom goes oh we have to watch the swans get beaten because she knows that they're giants rivals and she does get behind the giants her dog has a giants jumper i saw that it was so cute which is ridiculous but also very cute very cute um so we watched this one together. And again, she was like, oh, I'm going to need like... I need to lie down. <laughs> she, was, she was like, I have to go to bed. This is too much. And so I watched the end of it like from my bed on my phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so good. But yeah, I think it's these are the games that the AFL will be stoked, so stoked. Yeah. On the way that went. And then yeah. obviously, which we'll get to, it all kind of unfolded. Exactly. On the Sunday on the last game. And, uh, and wasn't Big so outs. good for the AFL. Mm, yes, absolutely. Um, With that, uh... Yeah, those games. I think there's still a lot of congestion and oh, things exactly. like that. But, yeah, I think like you said, people just need to play. <laughs> just stomach going nuts. Yeah, it is. People need to play better. Play like every play game's footy. a final. Yeah, absolutely. Don't just go out thinking like, oh, this is an easy win. We'll yeah. knock it over. Because that's when you lose. Yeah. Because totally. you, you know, play at half strength. Yeah. As much as I'm, like, trying to not tell people how to do their jobs. Because <laughs> I can, I'm an ex-AFL player, so uh, I know exactly. Because I play AFL 9s <laughs> every week, and this week I played with bruised foot. Oh, Barney um, Franklin over here. I know. It actually, it's very painful. 
it's very painful. It's the top of my foot. It's very sore. Mm. And I swallowed a bug before I went on the field. So High drama. I am able to play. <laughs> we got absolutely flattened, but that's just because it's a Division A team and we're not Division A. All right, so that was our first round uh, and the first quarter. Uh, let's have a little look at, you know, what the... The whiteboards that they bring. I still don't understand them. Oh, the whiteboards. The whiteboard Let's people. Let's squint at some whiteboards Let's and squint. get yelled at by Don Pike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you in the second. All right. So after the last couple of weeks, mm. there's been some contest? Contest? No. What is the word? Conjecture. Conjecture? Controversy. Controversy. Conversation. Mm. There's been some talk <laughs> about... The goal review system. Yes. And how it could be improved and how it could be better. Yeah, everyone has thoughts. Everyone has two cents that they want to throw in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, From fans to ex-players to yeah. current players yeah. to coaches. So the two people like Robbo, who's just a journo that has a TV show and rants <laughs> a lot. That you watch every week. Love him. <laughs> He's my hero. Um, so the two... Examples that we have from the last from the last two weeks is Jack Higgins's goal where he handballed it to himself and then it was a throw. Yes, um, and, and he kicked, kicked it, it back over his, over head. his head for this absolute spectacle mm. goal that will we'll pro- that will probably win goal of the year. Let's yep. be real. Yep. And then this week was Josh Jenkins from the Crows, the match winning goal, the match winning goal that you know it was a tight game as well and it was a tight game for the whole thing. Yeah, and there was discussion about how it hit the post and should have been a point. Yes. And even he said... <laughs> yes, which was kind of brought up by himself on the field. Exactly, so in the post So he kicked it and he did not do the celebrating that his teammates who were further away started yeah, engaging yeah. in. Someone hugged him and he almost like pushed him off and you saw a mouth hit the post. Yeah. Um, but the umpires, umpires called it differently. Said it was a goal. It was a goal. And then at the end of the day... The, they went ever, to the video umpire. Yeah, yeah. Went Came up to back the... saying, goal, they won the game. Right. So you could be like, oh, well, you know, the umpire said, so They're the fine. ones that hand out the points at the end of the day. The whole point is it was a match-winning goal in a very exactly. important very, game. It yes. saw Port Adelaide slip several positions on the ladder and it kept Adelaide's finals hopes semi-alive. Yeah. So it was one of those huge do-or-die games. If it yeah, was round absolutely. two, maybe yeah, it wouldn't have been... Ken Hinckley wouldn't have been so fired up. <laughs> Um, but it's not. It was round 20 and it yeah. was a hugely important yeah. uh, goal in a hugely, you know, the biggest rivals in it's footy a, it's probably. A, yeah, it's a hectic, uh, like outside of Melbourne, probably yeah. the biggest Insane. rivalry. Um, and everyone's, you know, then Josh Jenkins was interviewed after the game. So, so was <laughs> I love so this. was Jack Higgins. Okay. He was like, eh, you know what he's like, I love him. Such so a good. Larrican. So I want he him went, here. He went, oh, um, yeah, I just like wanted to make sure it wasn't a throw. But, you know, they ruled that it wasn't. So I'm so excited that it was a goal, right? Yeah, yeah. So for a guy that's not very experienced with media and talking exactly. to cameras, that was pretty well pretty handled. Pretty good, pretty good. Josh Especially Jenkins. when you're all like hyped up from the game Yeah, as he was well. like, I'm just stoked it was like it was a goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's practically doing shackers. Like he's so good. Josh He'd Jenkins, good shacker, let me tell on you. the other hand, said, I don't like – my grandma told me not to tell fibs. <laughs> Um, and I have to I say, it. I think it hit the post. Yeah. Which you could, like, 
Don Pike was probably like, shut up. Just <laughs> screaming from up in the coach. Running. <laughs> like on that, have you seen that episode of The Simpsons? <laughs> I don't know why my brain went to this. With Grandpa Simpson, he's like, Mrs. Bouvier, like in the oh, soundproof yes. room. Yes. That's Don Pike just like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, he also said, you know, concluded that the match, the yeah. score review said that it was a goal. So he was like, so I'll take it. Yeah. Can I make a point here? Yes, you may. And this point's being made by several people. Yep. Um, just because he kicked it and he thinks it hit the post, he was not standing under it. Exactly. Like the umpire was. He doesn't get to go through the five minutes of slow motion yeah. <laughs> backwards and forwards uh, as yeah. well. Yeah. It's that person standing under it, yeah. looking up. Yeah. It's their job to assess that. Exactly. And everyone's like, oh, if Josh Jenkins said it wasn't a goal, then it wasn't. It's like, no. He wasn't. He was like, buddy, 50 metres away. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't think that that's conclusive at all. I don't think he should have said anything. He he should have kept mum on that one. Yes. I think he should have gone down the Jack Higgins route. Like, I think he dealt with it really well, considering he's four years old. Yes. Um, I don't think he should have said anything because I think that stirred up even more controversy mm. around mm. it. But I also think that if the umpire says yes and the umpire says yes... Then it's, yes, yeah. it's a goal. But, but how the, do they, like, tighten up if, yes. if that's what the th- like what they're calling for yeah. is, like, fixing up the goal yeah. review? Like, how do we do that? And not using human judgment because it happens so fast. Oh, yeah. I think we take Josh out of the equation yes. and talk about the technology and like putting a lot of people are saying put money behind it AFL yeah well you look at kind of the camera angles and stuff that yeah. they have it doesn't capture <sighs> everything I looked, I've looked at that so many times I still can't figure out if it hit the post if it did was it like just like the tiniest because it doesn't change the course of trajectory no, at all did it like because it like was flipping around it wasn't yeah. at all yeah so did it kind of just like shave past yeah like I don't is the is the goalpost a figment of our imagination, <laughs> and it's not actually there? Like, yeah, it's how do we how do we make one. it more like pinpointing? Like, do we use like I don't know infrared technology? Yeah, where you know you can see a point of contact. Mm-hmm. Is that like do we upgrade those goalposts, yeah. which would be a very expensive thing to do? It would, but like. But is it worth it? Is when it it's worth it? A hugely contentious game like that. That's exactly. the point Ken Hinckley, Port's coach, was making. Yeah. Was spend the money, invest in it. Yeah. Because you want people coming to watch the game and you had like and so many angry Port like, fans after that. Yeah. Rip each other's throats out. Yes. And like I'm supposed to get another like send up. death threats. <laughs> and then there was, yeah, there was a lot of like it, you know, was on hell for leather after that on the, on the field. Yeah. So. That's interesting. Very interesting. Two, two weeks of really contentious mm. calls there. Mm. Um, but the AFL released two statements like each week saying, yep, that's a goal. We're standing behind it. Yep. The decision. Yep. Um, Cut. The umpire's call is final. Yeah. And, the, and the whole point is they don't have that technology now. No. All they have are the umpires. So, exactly. So Ken Hingley and Port Adelaide and their fans unfortunately have to cop that one. <laughs> doesn't matter what Josh Jenkins said. Exactly. He's not the umpire. Exactly. He's at the end of the day. If he was a person that was deciding who got points, he would probably just give them all to himself. Yeah, and what he said, he didn't say it definitely one hundred percent. He said, "No, I thought I it think, hit." Yeah, I thought it hit. 
So he's not even saying. He's just saying, I thought it did. But yeah, exactly. What? And he's coming down off the adrenaline of playing a full yes, game and yeah. winning. So yeah. he's probably just, you know, talking out his ass yeah. anyway. I know. The media manager would have been like, oh, God. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Crisis. <laughs> Crisis mode Crisis already. Mode. They would have been uh, thrilled that Sunday's incident took the attention away from that goal, I think. Yeah. So do we want to talk about some fucked incidents? Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's. Let's talk about I mean, we can... Um, where do we want to go? Well, Who do there we was, want to start with? There was obviously the most fucked incident, which I think we need to talk about... Later. Later. Yeah, we'll talk about that one later. Because um, it deserves its own... Yeah. We're talking, obviously, about Andrew Gaff and Andrew Brayshaw. Brayshaw. Andrew, so many Brayshaws. There's three. I think it's Andrew Brayshaw. It is. I feel like, yep. It's well, Andy. You know, well, yep. Angus <laughs> plays for Melbourne. Yes. Hamish plays for West Coast. Yes, yes. Um, but we'll talk about that later. We'll yeah. talk about some earlier stuff. There, there actually wasn't. That's the thing. There wasn't actually... It wasn't super spicy in that respect, apart from the fact that, like, I'm really impressed. Can we talk about GWS playing with, like, five people yes. on the ground by the end of the game? Yeah, so... That was obviously a big blowout, one of the blowouts. So yes. Every game that wasn't really close was quite a blowout. There yeah. were none of those kind of 20-point games. No. It was either less than a goal, like 50-plus points. Well, what, GWS was like 100 and... Oh, my God. I think so. That was obviously a Obviously against Carlton. Team so playing like Carlton. Kind of makes sense. Um, but, it, you know, the whole kind of, I think because it was a relatively boring game, the whole yeah. angle that was pulled out was, you know, it's come at a cost because there were several injuries. There's like three or four hamstrings. Yeah, um, two hamstrings, a calf and an ankle. Yeah. So our entire bench was wiped out yeah. going to change. And they were just like... Ow, I suddenly played for the team. <laughs> I had to own, run out there. I kicked... Josie, you own the team. <laughs> I kicked the, I'm the CEO, I'm the coach <laughs> and I'm all the players. I'm also the leading goal kicker. Yeah, so. <laughs> I am Jeremy Cameron. Um, I'm not, actually. I knew I saw you at the pub the other day. Um... Yes. So, so what ended up happening? So, so what happened was that all kind of happened and then the fourth got to the fourth quarter. Yeah. The team, GWS, were already leading by so much. Yeah. Like it's kind of lucky that wasn't close up because yeah, exactly. they had no interchange. They so had nothing. that meant everybody had to Did play. Did they have emergencies? Were the emergencies playing? No, because all the <laughs> my boobs so Josie's just out. taking her shirt off my while she talks out on cue when I started talking about the Giants. Um, <laughs> sorry, Courtney. It's fine. There's microphones. <laughs> there was no the injuries all happened during the game. So okay, the emergencies couldn't be called upon. Couldn't um, just call them down from the stands. No. Put your boots on. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, sadly, it's not how it works. So. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the order, but basically by the fourth quarter, uh, Dawson Simpson, mm-hmm. the ruckman, yep. had rolled his ankle inwards. It's quite, it's quite a serious... That's probably the most serious of the injuries, that's a, Leon that, whoa, that makes my feet feel weird. Toby Green had some hamstring soreness. Yep. Sam Taylor, our young little rising star, not little, he's hugely tall, defender, <laughs> another hamstring. Yep. And Brett Delidio. Poor cursed Brett Delidio, his calf playing up again. Both oh, his calves yeah. have given him grief. Grief, yeah. I think it was his left, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So they were all on the bench, like right. unable to play. Yep. Um, and it, so it meant that everybody on the field had to play an entire quarter. And 
there are little babies playing for us. It's their first year of AFL footy. Yeah. They are cramping up so badly. Well, things. Get on your magnesium. Yeah. That Leon Cameron had to – there was an AFL official next to him. Wow. Because he sits on the bench. Yeah. And he actually had to say, can we play with 17 people? And just have, like, at least one person and, and on the bench. So we can quickly get some people off. And the he didn't actually know the rule. It's so rare that that happens. Yeah. That Leon, a coach and former player, had to ask and say, can we Can do we just this? have a look at the book, please, and yeah. see if this and is the, a thing? The official said you can play with 15 if you want. Oh, shit. He's like, well, I'd rather not. <laughs> but at times there were 16. So they had two. I saw some footage which two was taken the behind the bench. And it was like, usually there's just that kind of one bloke that's organizing the interchange and getting yeah. people off and yeah. on. Leon was there yelling at people. Like, Cal Ward kind of jogged past. They're like, Cal, get off. Yeah. And he kind of looked confused. They're like, quick, quick, quick. And he like came off. They're massaging like two, three people at a time. Oh, my God. Just quick rub. Yeah. <laughs> get them back out there. Yeah. But, you know, they're winning by so much. But they still managed to kick seven goals in that quarter. That's impressive. <laughs> wow. And Leon actually said... He, I'm surprised that Carlton were just like, do you just want to take a couple of our guys? Yeah. Like, we'll like, just chuck a bib on. Patrick get Cripps, out there. get over there. <laughs> um, Leon said he actually had told them not to be so aggressive with scoring and just try and play out the game. <laughs> it's like He kind of laughed in the press conference and was like... Clearly, they like could smell a kill. And yeah, just went in for it. Yeah, um, but yeah, they actually played amazingly in that quarter. Incredible, sixteen people. Well Huge. done. Huge. Yes. I know. I'm so proud of the boys. But obviously, four injuries now to yeah. contend with. Yeah, including Toby Green. Who's was there anyone an that came up with star. some soreness after after the weekend? Or I don't believe so. Oh, well, that's lucky. It usually happens though in the training, like tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm really hoping pe- – there's a couple of guys who have been out that are keen to get back. Okay, cool. So oh, that could good. be fine, but it's like, yeah, we won. But yeah. it was carnage, basically, for the legs of our players. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't a close game, it was just <laughs> – <laughs> everyone was dropping like flies. Dropping, yes, yes. Well, that wasn't good. There was also uh, during the St Kilda Bulldogs game – Yeah. Which the doggies won by a lot, by the way, which is that in itself is impressive. They played super well. They were my risky tip for for this week. And I bloody got it right. (laughs) They were two rotations down. They had two big injuries. Yeah. Um, But I I wasn't watching the game. Another one must have been happening, but I get all the tweets. (laughs) And I got these two notifications within seconds Mm. that there had been two concussions, one from each team in the first quarter, like minutes apart. And which is just that's bad. Like, that's not good. It's really like, like just serious ones or like off well, for obviously the game like a seri- like a concussion situation. And like, not. I don't think there are any like reports, so I wasn't watching. So sorry, it's gone. I just had some weird like mobile oh. interference that I heard. You know how like when you used to, like get, if get, you get, ever, get, get, get. <laughs> used to have your phone yeah. near, like radio near your, and it's like near your boombox near your CD player uh, <laughs> while you were or your tape recorder while you were recording top forty and it'd be like get, 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 and you're like no not in the middle of a song I'm recording this um, my week is ruined um, anyway yes back on your thought with the concussions my thought is that I don't think they were like I think it was friendly fire or it okay, wasn't like so it wasn't people like were, a um, report yeah. dangerous yeah things. <laughs> But it's just it's super scary that that can be happening mm. every round. Every round. To people. Yeah. That's my take. It's no good. Um, old cement head Cal Ward copped a 
bit of a dangerous tackle and his head like bashed into the ground. Oof. Him and Paddy Cripps, oof, that was a fierce battle. Yeah. Like I don't even know who won that battle. They were both just so physical and like throwing each other around. It was like, oof, yeah. okay, boys, someone's <laughs> trying to prove a point. Yes, they were both going to be very sore on Monday. Sore boys. <laughs> we'll just get straight into a bath. Yeah, get in like, the get ice in the bath. bath. Get in the sea. All right, round 21. Let's uh, run through our tips. Yeah. Moderately quickly, but not super quick. We can chat about it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so Friday night, you're obviously not going to put your tips in, but that's fine. No. Uh, <laughs> but I'll say them here yeah, verbally cool. on the podcast. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and I want you to let me know which games are going to be spicy as well. So we'll see if we can. Because I am we the can... spice predictor. You are. You got one round extremely right, <laughs> and uh, that means that you are. All right, Friday night we have Essendon versus St Kilda. It's an Essendon home. Re- home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been terrible at words today. <clears throat> Righto, Friday night we have Essendon versus St Kilda. It's an Essendon home game at Etihad Stadium. Uh I'm obviously going to go Essendon. I am too because hey. Kilda played terribly on the weekend. Sorry, Richo. I love you. Love Richo. Great, great coach. Well, is he? I just like him. Um, <laughs> is he if that's how they're playing? Yeah, but they were bad. And, and Essendon have been Essendon playing. Like we played fire. our we, – that oh. you know, they won the third quarter. Loss. It was a narrow loss. Um, definitely tipping the dons. All right. Thank you. Um, you're, you're welcome. Saturday, one forty-five at the MCG. We have Hawthorne versus Geelong. Can I tell 5th you? Fifth and ninth. Yes, I think it'll be spicy. It's a, all right. <laughs> mark this one down, guys. This is going to be a spicy game. My tip: it's spicy. Yep. I think. Oh, this is hard. Yeah, I'm finding it's this tough. At, gets to the end of the season, mm. you're like, these are such good matchups. Like, bloody hell! Oh, God, I don't do you want me to tell you to how say. what the tipsters? What, what it's leaning? Saying? What are those tipsters saying? Geelong. You're going to go Geelong? Or that, is that what they're saying? Yeah, that's what Sorry, saying. Sorry, my mind's just not loading. Um, All right. I'm not going Geelong. I'm going to say the Hawks. <gasps> I'm doing it. I'm You're saying doing the it. Hawks. I'm going to go Geelong. Okay. Head to head. Head to head. I'll see head. you next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, 210 at Metricon Stadium, we have Gold Coast versus Richmond. Obviously, Richmond. Richmond it's will first win versus, this. It's first versus 17th. They will win this <laughs> so well. And if they don't, they can go sit in the corner and think about what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it would be good to chat to our mate about uh, how he's feeling about, you know, whether they're going to just absolutely steamroll them or, you know. Have a bit of a... Or not. Yeah, just play just play a nice game of footy. Practice run. A practice run. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. Um, Saturday afternoon at Adelaide Oval, we have Port versus West Coast. Uh, so, seventh versus second. How are we feeling about I this? I believe it'll be spicy. This is another spicy game, guys. Yeah, because Port, uh, they've slipped down and they're... But they want vengeance. They want vengeance. They were like third before. Yeah, they want vengeance for... That goal. That goal. But then also West Coast are in, like, redemption mode. They need to prove that they are a team that should be supported. They're also not going to have Andrew Gaff, which we'll obviously not get into right here, but he Mm. is one of their better players. Brownlow contention, Mm. not so much anymore, but was, you know, before last week. (laughs) Um, I'm going to tip... This is another hard one. It's like I think I might go to pairs. 
I'm going to tip West Coast. All right. Right. That was hard. Yeah. I found that hard. Uh, Saturday night at Etihad Stadium, we have Collingwood versus Brizzy. Hmm. Collingwood have lost the last two games, haven't they? That's a good question. Uh, yes, they lost to Sydney and they lost to Richmond. It's because they are the most injury-plagued team mm. in the whole competition. Mm. But Every are they game they play enough to lose to Brisbane. Though? Someone walks off with like their arms pulled off or something. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> carnage over there at Collingwood. Yeah. Um, Brisbane have been playing super been well. Playing, yeah, I'm going to go Brisbane, mostly because I just don't like calling. Yeah, let's risky tip it. Let's <laughs> risky go tips. Uh, all right. UNSW. Oh, that's Monica Oval. I I'm always going. For, I always forget about like, I'm like, UNSW, what yep, one's that? They're that's playing Monica. Canberra, which is their fortress. The Giants yeah. pretty much have always they, winning I was going to say Canberra. they haven't lost there, have they? It's so insane. GWS versus Adelaide. I'm going to go G- GWS. Even I though mean, it's, it's third versus 12th. It'll be spicy. On paper, it's going to be spicy. Yeah. They're quite like, yeah, can go either way with this matchup. It always, mm. It's always close. Mm. Um, I mean, the GWS injuries list is surprisingly longer than, <sighs> um, than It was really Adelaide. short last week. Yeah. It's just gone crazy. Yeah. Like Shield, Taranto, like a lot of your big, big kickies big, as well. The big boys, yeah. Johnny Patton, like he's out for the season anyway. Yeah. Um, he wasn't playing very A lot well. of them are TBA, so they could get a test yes, this week. Yes, yes, Um Whereas with Adelaide, Adelaide got they've got back. Um, Rory. Line. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. so many Rory's. <laughs> Rory, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of them that are out for like, you know, multiple weeks or they've done for the season. The only ones that are a TBA or a test are Richard Douglas and Daniel Talia. So, mm, yeah, Talia went down in that game on the weekend. Mm. I think it'll be spicy. I'm obviously tipping the Giants. Obviously. But I think it will be. <laughs> Fun. It's going to be bloody cold. I bought yeah. a jumper in preparation. You bought a jumper? That's good. My friend bought thermals. Which I was going to say, would you like to borrow my thermals? No, I don't get cold enough. I have a, a grey one. Oh, that matches the team colours. All right, I'll borrow it. Yes. Can you please bring it in yeah, tomorrow? Um, I've also got leggings, but you don't have to take those. All right, flicking over to Sunday. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> flicking over to Sunday, we have uh, Etihad Stadium uh, in early afternoon, mm-hmm. straight after lunch. Uh, <laughs> North Melbourne versus Western Bulldogs, 10th versus 14th. I mean, this is, you know, anything in this one, really. Because it's, uh, it's not, I mean... The Bulldogs playing well. But Bulldogs North, are playing well. North are trying to keep their season alive. So Adelaide. Yeah. Just yeah, exactly. on paper it looks like you're out of it. Mm. They're not. Because mm. the points on the ladder are very, very Well, yeah, close. it's like the percentage is very close. But yeah. then also the wins and losses, like everything is just so close. Yes. And um, we saw that, you know, we saw that there was a, a lot of movement in just like losing one thing, like we saw with Port. So. Yes, true. I'm going to go North Melbourne. I'm going to go Doggies. I want them Ooh. to come in red hot for a second week. Be nice. Be nice. Um, wait, we have no games in Sydney. The closest one is the GWS one at Canberra oh. because uh, afternoon on Sunday we have Melbourne versus Sydney at the MCG. That will be spicy. Fourth and eighth. That's going to be so spicy. That's going to be because spicy. Because Swannies are going to want, want to be winning this oh, yes. to hang in. Yes, yes. And so will Melbourne because they're yeah, like exactly. at the top of that group that are all on the same points. Yeah. So it can go <laughs> for them. <laughs> Technical term. Yeah. 
that's what can happen. It could be all from there. That's so. going to be fucking. All right. And then last but not least. Uh, kind of is least. Kind TBH. of is least ish. No offense. <sighs> Late afternoon over at Optus Stadium, we have Frio versus Carlton. Mm. Uh, I mean. I, mean <laughs> I have words. It's one of those ones where we just don't really care. <laughs> um. I only like Frio in that fight. You know playing, what? To be honest. What? Because we don't give a shit about this and we're like, wow, whatever. I reckon this will probably be very close. Like a really fun game. <laughs> It'll be a really fun, spicy game. Both of them are like, you know what? We, might, I mean, Frio maybe might get into the eight, but probably no, won't. I don't think I mean, so. sitting 13th, you never fucking know. No, I don't think they can. I just don't know who to go for. I'm, I'm going to go tip Frio. Frio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the better of two. It'll be a whole new story too. Exactly. They'll bring it home. For Andy Brayshaw. For Andy and for Nat and look, just start looking towards next year, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, that's our tips. Um, those are legally binding. Thank you very much. <laughs> and cool. That's the, the end of that one. So uh, I believe that is three-quarter time. We've come to the serious part of the proceedings. Yeah, we're we're back here on a Wednesday, which is not an off, often what we do. No, um, we like to get it out fresh, fresh and quick, hot off the press, hot off the hot off the boots. <laughs> I don't know, um, <laughs> but we did actually have to wait for um, the tribunal to sit uh, overnight, mm. um, so we could bring to you the news about. Um, Andrew Gaff and that incident. So we haven't really talked about it much. So how about we go through what happened in the game mm-hmm. um, in the the Western Showdown? Is it, no, the Western Derby. Yeah. So <laughs> the Showdown and the Derby were on in the same week. It yeah. Messed me up. But um, so in the Western Derby, uh, there was a big hit, hit from Andrew Gaff and on, is it, which Brayshaw is it? Andrew. They're both An- called Andrew. Andrew Brayshaw. Yeah. Andrew Gaff onto Andrew Brayshaw. Um, it... Was off the ball, mm-hmm. which is the first thing that's Very just like far off the ball. big naughty no. Yeah, um, and coming from Gaff, who you know was a Brownlow contender, never been on report, never been in on his report. Career. He's like that kid that's gone through high school without a report card, has never been on detention. Yeah, like you know, teacher's pet, perfect child. Yeah, and then just snapped. Bit of a brain fart. Bit of a little brain snap. There was a bit of um, totally. By the books, um, yeah. kind of argy bargy, bit of like shoving, yeah. And then he just kind of wheeled around. And the damning thing is, his eyes are on exactly. Andy Brayshaw it's not like he was when his fist connects with his jaw. jaw. So it's kind of like, yes, maybe he was going for his chest or his shoulder, but and people have been saying that, including my own boyfriend. <laughs> and I'm like, my Julian, take, the man who knows everything <laughs> yeah. about football. I'm like, my take, don't. Don't swing a fist. Just don't. Just don't. Swing yeah. a fist at a chest or a stomach or a shoulder. Yeah. And especially not a jaw. And a face. And a, he a had... A jaw of a young boy. He had time to not... You know, he was looking. He had time yeah. to not connect. Yeah. So I think it was honestly just a really bad judgment call from mm. him. And he obviously felt sick about it, which he's said multiple times. He went to the bench. He was in tears. Yeah. And he'd done it. There's a lot of sympathy. He's kind of apologised profusely Gaff, about but it But I'm a bit well. like... 
who cares? You shouldn't do it. Yeah. This is my take. Just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't hit, guys. And it's it's interesting the relationship between Gaff and Brayshaw. Like they go and play golf together. That wasn't actually true. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so a his, lie. Yes. A big fib. Matthew. 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 <laughs> Matthew Pavlich. Yes. From Frio. Pavs. Well, old Frio legend. Um, came out and said that that wasn't actually the case. So Hamish wow. Brayshaw plays for West Coast. Okay. But Andy Brayshaw and um, Andrew Gaff have apparently never met before. Right. Like formally aside from I've like, been led astray yes. by fibs and lies. Well, the media the is me- getting excited yeah. about it all. You know, yeah. it's the big and That's a whole hurrah. Story. Like, they were best friends yeah. and he punched him in the face. And like... Brayshaw has gone off. He's a young kid, you know. 18. 18, very fresh Baba. to the game. Baba. Very fresh. Rising star nomination this yeah. year. Like he's, and now he's out be... with a, uh, a broken jaw, yep. which he had to have an, like an immediate recon, mm. and four displaced teeth, which is like sickens me. Like Sorry it's just to be like, like his fact check Whoa, here. Is it... It's up to five. Oh, Jesus, that will, that's even worse. That will probably turn black and die and he'll have to get yeah, them all replaced. Yeah, because they're not, like, knocked out. They yeah. were pushed back into his face. So they have to monitor that and he'll probably have to have extensive dental oh, work. Oh, Jesus. Potentially for the rest of his life, if yeah. not for decades. Yeah. A friend of Julian's um, got his teeth knocked out and he's still, oh, I think, just not nice. still has to go back and get things mm. done. And it makes my gums hurt. And, mm. It makes my gums feel all weird. So, obviously, consequences of that were quite large. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a lot of discussion about whether this should be treated as a criminal mm. case and that he should hold a criminal record for that kind of... Um, it was essentially a king hit. Yeah, an unprovoked attack. <laughs> yeah, and, mm. like, you know, people were making the um, argument that if that didn't happen on the football field, yeah, what kind of sentence would that carry as yeah, like a, yeah. a criminal charge? Um, but it went to tribunal last night, mm. and he's ended up with eight weeks suspension. I'm actually surprised. It's less than I thought. Mm. I know it's the most that this form of the tribunal, which has been going for a decade, has yeah. ever handed down to so the yeah. equal highest. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people were talking 12 weeks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually... I was surprised that it was eight. Mm. I think it helped that he was so remorseful because I think exactly with some of those things, and I'll use Jeremy Cameron as an example because it's the last very big hit that we've mm. seen that made headlines. Yeah. Um, it was hard for him to be remorseful because he was going publicly remorseful because when you're going for whether it's intentional or careless, you can't be seen to be going, oh, my God, I feel sick about it. I'm so sorry exactly. I did the wrong thing. I'm no doubt Jeremy Cameron was remorseful, but he's told not to say those things. Whereas exactly. there was no it's way Andrew thing. Gaff could say that that was careless. So oh, absolutely, he could be more open about how he's feeling and his guilt. And I honestly think when you look at his sad face, mm. he's not sad for himself, his own career, and having you know, eight like weeks out. She's affected his own career. I think he's actually can't believe he did it and if yeah. you watch his mouth when he's on the bench he says something like I don't know what happened I yeah. don't know why I did that Yeah, to his coach Yeah. so yeah I have, you do have to feel a bit for him and people do <laughs> people yeah. don't always feel that, that much sympathy for the perpetrator but I think a lot of people are in this case mm. as well because he's clearly I think that upset. also like kind of speaks into like these incidents that happen it speaks into this culture of high testosterone, mm. highly masculine, 
like high yeah, pressure it's, situation. It's high pressure situation as well. And like if guys are out there going into these blind blackout rages mm. where they don't know what they're doing, like it's an issue of safety for everyone that's on the field and everyone that's mm. working on the game as well. Because you can't just, like, I don't know, you can't just go to work and, like, have a blackout rage and punch someone yeah. in the face. Like, what if I walked up to you and punched you in the face? I would be very upset. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it, I promise. Please don't come up to my desk and just punch me in the face for no reason. I won't. But it was interesting when it happened, the, like, free-for-all that then so it went into many a complete people melee, yeah. were on report for yeah. inciting... Yeah all of that violence on the field mm. afterwards. Like, mm. they could not calm down. And they were really targeting Gaff. And, and like, justifiably so. Like, do you see that tackle where the two of it them... It was the two of them <laughs> and like they just, the like... the Bash brothers from yeah. the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah. And Gaff was just, like, down. Yeah, exactly. And I honestly think he would have been relieved to yeah. <laughs> just take me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so it's interesting. I think it's this kind of stuff, obviously, has already sparked a wider conversation. But I think as well as talking about, like, you know, the repercussions for hits and and all that kind of stuff, we should also be looking at what is happening within the culture of the sport Mm. where guys can get to a point where they... Yeah, the kind of pressure they're under. Exactly. At the end of the day, it's a bunch of blokes running around in shorts, getting a ball around, and you see how intense some of the fans are. Fans are getting into biffs after games. We saw that just a few weeks ago. Yeah. A bunch of people. A Collingwood game, was it? Of course it was a Collingwood game. (laughs) Um, I feel deeply unsettled (laughs) at Collingwood games. I don't feel safe in the slightest. Yes. So Um, they riot, you know, and it's just like, guys, it's a game. It's supposed to be a fun thing that we go and watch and we have a good time. I mean, like, yeah, it is their career and that's what they do for a living. But there also needs to be, you know, if there needs to be placement in, you know, things in place for anger management and... Um, treating, you know, mental health. And it, it it's another one of those things that definitely comes back to mental health mm. as well and just making sure that your players, you know, your t- um, clubs are keeping in check with their players about how they're feeling mm. and all that kind of stuff because we just don't want to see things like this ruining the sport. Yes, Where people definitely. just get too hot-headed. Like the last really, really big hit like this that carried such a big suspension was probably Barry Hall, mm. and he got seven weeks. But he got didn't he get ten and it got downgraded? Oh, probably. I feel like he did got a huge amount. Yeah, but there was Tom Bug and Basha Hooley last mm. year, who both got six, I believe. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, it was always going to be more than them because yeah. of the damage, the damage, and more than Jeremy Cameron because it wasn't in a contest for the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think most people, are, from what I've read, are pretty okay with the eight weeks. But you're right, it comes down to are we managing how players are managing their inward feelings? Yes. Whether that's dealing with the pressure and anxiety. Yeah. You know, being able to get up and perform every week with, with so many fans. Exactly, expecting so much. Expecting so much of you. Absolutely. And I remember seeing a player, I feel like it was Jack Revolt, but maybe it wasn't. Mm. But they were saying, you've got to remember why you got why you first played footy when you were a kid. And it was because yeah. it was fun. Because it was fun. And it's just what you wanted yeah. to do. So, yeah, it's your job and you're getting paid a lot of money and there's fans and things and riding an on it. But yeah. at the end of the day, like, it's kids fun. are going it's a game. to play it on the weekend for fun and we don't want them punching each other. Exactly. We really don't. Or feeling super anxious about it. Exactly. You know, feeling like they, yeah, 
have this level yeah. to look up to. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, that's well, our, take, our expert take. That's our expert take. Uh, <laughs> Just um, wishing Andy Brayshaw all the best. Yeah, Sending from what I've seen, our healing like, vibes. Every photo that, like, he put up a photo on Instagram, and he's like, "I'm doing okay." Like, still managed to get a smile on my face. It's like a photo of him. Yeah, yeah. from the ambulance, like thumbs up with a thumbs up, and his face. He's like the bloodiest <sighs> smile I've ever seen. I'm like, oh, you sweet egg. Yeah. Um. So hopefully he'll be um fighting fit really soon. You know, a jaw recon and fucking dental mm. work when you're 18 years old is not ideal. Yeah, it sucks. And it's really not what you want to both do. Both out for the rest of the season. Which yeah. For Frio is only a couple more games, but yeah. For, for West, West Coast, Coast, that's like potentially finals. yeah. But you know, that's what you get. That's just what you get, folks. What do you think about the red card debate? Oh God. <laughs> because with Jeremy Cameron, yeah, he that happened. He hit. Harris Andrews. Yeah. And then he kicked a goal like two minutes later. Well, it's the same. A set shot. With that. Like, like he took a goal like not long after that and all the guys got around him and it's like, well, should you have been on the field for smacking someone out? And then It seems unfair, but then part of me is like, how are they then going to grade the severity of incidents? Exactly. Like if it's like a concussion and the person doesn't get back up, is that a red card? Like, yeah. what? Where is the line drawn? Does in the, the umpire sand? then have to decide careless, um, intentional on yeah, the field? On the field, without the reviewing spot. it like the match review yeah, exactly. officer does over and over and over again. Yeah, I just don't know if on the field in the heat of the moment, it can be up to one person to say yeah. you meant to hit that person. Well, maybe red it's card. like one of those things where it's like they get put on. Well, like they get put on report immediately, like what they do with a lot of big hits and stuff that are on the field. Mm. And then it goes up, like you have like a team, like a report, like an incident review team that's working on the day. Right. Yeah, and then maybe. it's like a delayed red card yeah. or something or like a delayed sin bin in, where um, like in half time, like quarter time or half time or something, they go up and they're like, you're off for the next quarter. Yeah. Like NRL. Yeah. And in soccer, obviously they have yellow cards. So if you get two yellow cards, you're off. Yeah. That equals a red card or you can get a red card straight away. I yeah. 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 I'm not like- soccer is a lot less... Intensive though, I think. Yeah. And it's a lot more offside onside, so it's not like a 360 game. You're yeah. not having to look and from every smaller, perspective at something. Yeah. And it's a smaller field. I think it would be really hard. It would be hard to maintain. To do. But I think that there definitely needs to be something mm. ch- to change. Last night on the dad show. Oh, yes. You know I love <laughs> AFL 360. It wasn't Robbo co hosting because he was obviously down at the tribunal. Yes. Which shows you how major it is. Yeah. Um, Gary Lyon was co-hosting, ex-player, legend, um, and he said to Jack Revolt and Jordan Lewis that he thinks it needs to come from the players mm-hmm. and he also thinks that you should get a week off for any kind of punch, whether you punch someone in the chest really hard, yeah. you fall over, yeah. you get hit. Like, it should be such a harsh penalty that fists are just not being thrown anymore. Yeah. But it has to come from the players have to lead by example. A self-reporting kind of thing. Yeah. Just like a, yeah, I fucked that up. I'm going to go sit on the bench for a bit. Because like, like I said, which is my point, circling back to that, people going, oh, you meant to get him in the – who cares? Like he shouldn't be yeah. throwing fists yeah. at the end of the day. So if you're not bored out of your brains by our deep analysis <laughs> of the Andrew Gaff incident. Yeah, we've got Dusty coming up. Stick around. Uh, so that was the end of the third. Um, and we have the Dustin Martin uh, on the phone 
I, I'm so sad that he's not here with us. Yeah. Mind you, we would be absolutely incapacitated anyway. I'd be shaking. Yeah. We'd be like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe he will just be our new best friend and then we'll want to come in and hang out. Be our co-host forever. Yeah. All right. We'll see you in the fourth. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Good, thanks. So. Yeah, we're good after some technical difficulties. <laughs> I feel like George Jetson, like I can't figure we any We love of this the out. internet. It's a good thing <laughs> to us. <laughs> good. Thank you now. Thanks for bearing with us. And thanks for your time today. Uh, That's thanks yeah. for having me. So let's talk about the Bonds campaign. Who teased you at the club when you first signed on to be an underwear model? Um, most of them. There's about <laughs> 44 of them. Um, <laughs> all people. Bill gave me a bit of crap, but... Uh, no, it was all good fun. But I'll be getting some free undies, so they're not annoying me too much. <laughs> you get a few new best friends with uh, people wanting to get some free knickers off you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a few here and there. Um, and what was your undies game like before Bonds? Did you kind of just wear the same old ones with uh, with holes and no elastic? No, I actually was a um, Bonds man before I joined up with Bonds, so I'll let them know that straight away. Um, a loyal customer. <laughs> yes, very loyal. Um, so I've always... <laughs> Always been with Bonds, which has been cool. And we've all seen the first campaign you did, of course, with the doggo. But what can you tell us about the new ads that you've done? It was shot in a warehouse. I was a character in a video game. And I had a heap of stuntmen running at me and kind of just fought them off. So, yeah, it's very different but very fun. How did that work? Did you have to wear, like, a CGI suit for them to put you into the game? It was pretty cool the way they did it. But, it, as I said, it was just in a warehouse and they had all the whiz-bang technology stuff. <laughs> the George Jetson technology. Yeah, and um, I, I just did what they told me, but I didn't have to really... Yeah, they did all the technology. I was just in my undies and did what they said. <laughs> just showed up. Your job was take your clothes off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you said in the past that you were a little bit out of shape uh, with the, that first shoot with the dog. Did I? Did I yeah, because you said yeah. it was just after your, your end-of-season trip, so you weren't you know, weren't feeling too crash-hot. <laughs> About being in your in your uh, in your jocks. It was in the off season, so I had to starve <laughs> myself the days leading into it. So I looked decent. How was it? Did you have a bit of a bit more of a workout, a bit more prep before this shoot? Yeah, I did. I had I had a whole preseason under me belt because it was just at the start of the season. So hopefully, I'm looking in your best shape this time. <laughs> oh, good. That's so good. No Photoshop needed. <laughs> <laughs> So do you have, this is a little bit more like mixing both undies and sport together. <laughs> it is a great segue. <laughs> do you have a lucky pair of undies that you wear at every game? What was that, sorry? Do I have a lucky pair? Yeah, a lucky pair of jocks. I used to, before, as I was saying before, when I did wear bonds, I, um, I did have a lucky pair, a black pair of bonds. Mm. I've obviously updated now, which is good. <laughs> and do you have any other superstitions before games? I sit, I take about three or four different pairs of footy socks and I have to lay them out and make sure like <laughs> the two that I put on are like exactly the same. Like I don't have, I can't have like a newer sock with an right. older sock. Oh, ah, okay. They have exact, to be the like exact old, Oldest faded sock has to match the other sock, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, so that's probably one of them. But other than that, I'm pretty relaxed before a game. I just sit around and listen to music. Um, but yeah, I'd say the socks is probably the main one. Yeah. Interesting. That's I would wild. just pair them up at home. So then you just have to grab one pair and then off you go. I'm a bit too lazy. For that, so. <laughs> See, that would be too organized. <laughs> That's too much prep. <laughs>
<laughs> Amazing. Oh, Jess, you want to get into footy stuff? Yeah, so it was obviously a massive round of footy that we just saw with, like, the closest games ever. Um, and also, obviously, the Andrew Gaff incident. What are your thoughts on him getting eight weeks for the strike? I'm not too sure. Obviously, it's in the AFL's hands. and I don't know how all the tribunal works, but they know what they're doing. So, mm. um, yeah, I can't really say too much on that. It is what it is. Mm. He's got eight weeks, so he's going to have to have a rest for eight weeks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big, uh, it's just a big thing. It's not something that you really want to see in sport either. Like, Yeah. Well, I think, obviously, it was out of Andrew Gaff's character. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think he would have meant to hit him that badly in the face. Mm. It's Yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I'm, he was very sorry, so hopefully everyone can move on. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing that's like quite contentious was those two goals in the last couple of, couple of rounds from uh, both Jack Higgins and Josh Jenkins. Uh, do you reckon that they were both goals? What is your thoughts on those? <laughs> I don't watch a lot of footy news or anything like that. Um, obviously, I've seen the Jack Higgins one. Yeah, yeah, we'd like to hope that you saw that one. <laughs> yeah, everyone seems to think it was a throw, um, but obviously it got allowed. So, um, a, goal. a goal's a goal's we'll, a goal. Goal's a goal, yeah, we'll take it. I'm sure um, you won't knock that one back any time yeah. of day. <laughs> no, and I didn't really see the Josh Jenkins one, so I can't really comment on that. Yeah, it was the one that looks like it kind of somehow bent time and space and <laughs> went through the goalpost. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, well, there's, well, I guess that's just footy. It happens from time to time. Yeah, hopefully the camera can get a better angle next time yeah. on the goal review. Uh, and your 2017 was obviously insane. Brownlow medal, premiership, Norm Smith, best and fairest. How much pressure did you feel coming into this season after killing it last year? Yeah, it's a good question. I certainly, early on... In, Throughout the year, I did put a lot of a lot of pressure on myself, you know, because I thought that I had to um, live up to last year. But you know, I figured out that I I, I didn't need to do that again. I just mm. need to play as well as I can and do be uh, do my role for the side this year. So, oh yeah, I did put a lot of pressure on myself. But now that I um, I've kind of let that go, I feel as though my footy's been a lot better the last month or so. Mm. Yeah, you just keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what were we up to? Um, so going back to when you first started playing footy in the history of your life, what point did you realise or decide that you wanted to play footy as a career, as like a professional? Um, yeah, I, I remember as I was young, I would kick the footy. I used to do Oz kick when I was five or six, like most kids do these days. I used to do it as well. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, so good. Uh, it's awesome. I just, I just love footy. And yeah, ever since I was little, I'd pretend that I was Robert Harvey running around in the paddock. <laughs> it was always a dream. But I guess once I got to you know, a bit older, like 16, seven, 16, 17, that's when I really, like, it was time to really put a lot of time and effort into it. Mm. And um, that's what I did. And I'm, yeah, I'm lucky enough to be where I am today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, a dream for a lot of kids, um, yeah. both little boys and girls now, which is awesome. Yeah. What do you reckon, if you weren't playing footy, what would your career aspirations have been? Oh, that is a good question. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what else I'm trying to football. Underwear uh, model, clearly. Yeah, model. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question to answer that question. I really don't know. I'm still trying to find something else that I'm um, passionate about. Obviously, I'm, mm. I'm loving being with Bonds because I, I do enjoy fashion and being creative in that space. Yeah. Um, but I do. I get asked that question all, all the time. What would you be doing if you didn't? 
if you went playing footy, it's like, well, I'm already doing what I love. Yeah. 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 So it's hard but, enough to fa- find one dream career, let alone two. <laughs> no, but I'm certainly aiming to the fashion and being creative. You know, everyone's got to wear clothes. So, yeah, I enjoy that, I suppose. So let's talk a bit about your signature look, your whole vibe, <laughs> the tattoos. I'm a person who also has tattoos, so I understand, you know, the creation process. But um, what was your first one? I think I got one on my stomach when I was about 16. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that was a while ago. Yeah. Someone oh, told yeah. me it was your neck, and I was like, no tattoo artist would ever do that. <laughs> uh, that was actually my second one. <laughs> Close. <laughs> That's a bold move. That is. That's a job stopper right there. <laughs> well, that is what it is. I um, thought it looked cool at the time, so I just went and got it done. Yeah, far out. Um, and where do you take kind of inspiration for your tattoos? There's actually this guy in America, his name's Boog. First went to my tattooist and he showed me he's got this massive folder of um, his work. And, um, yeah, I just got the inspo from there. There's just a lot of cheeky clowns and stuff like that. I just really pick out the ones that I think look half cool. So um, that's my inspo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not too much behind it. You've obviously got a lot, but which one's your favourite? Oh, I like my hands. I like my hand tattoos. Mm. I'm actually due soon to get some more tattoos. It's oh. been a little while. Okay. I was actually to my tattooist on the weekend and said, I'm about due, so I'll be adding to the collection soon. Yeah, no, Where do you season. go? Do you want it? You can give him a little shout-out if you want. His name's Aaron Lyons. Okay. Um, yeah, he works in Collingwood at the moment. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. I've got a lot of trust in him, and yeah, I'll be seeing him soon, hopefully. Yeah. So what do you want your next tattoo to be? Oh, I don't know. I literally I literally walk in there not knowing what I'm getting and I just go, yeah, that'll do. And then I just... <laughs> oh, my God. There's no planning that goes into it. <laughs> Holy shit. Whereas, like, my t- my last tattoo was, took me, like, a half a year to figure it out and have, like, consultations. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to have this forever. I'm going to make it look good. You just yeah, go in no, and close I, your eyes and point at something. <laughs> I, I literally go, he... Uh, he texts me saying, what are we doing tomorrow if I'm booked in? Like, I'll just go, I don't know, I'll come in and we'll figure it out. So, oh um, yeah, I just go in there and pick something out and then he whacks it on. I can, only, I can only ever, um, it's two, two hours is my limit. I can't sit for any longer than two hours. Oh, wow. That's nice. I'm a bit of a chicken. Um, <laughs> I, I swear every tattoo that I've been getting lately, it just gets, the pain gets worse and worse. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, but then you get that itch afterwards and you're like, yeah. you forget how much it hurts and it's just like, yeah. oh, I could go another one. No, I have one singular tattoo, Dusty. It's on my wrist. It's a lion drawing yeah. of a cat. It's the size <laughs> of a 50 cent piece. It's a cat face. Oh, okay. And I yeah. thought I was going to die. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I such a wimp. I said, I don't have any cats tattooed on me at this stage. You yeah. don't have a Tiger's well, Premiership one from last year? <laughs> no, I don't actually. It was... <laughs> It was just too hectic after after the grand final, the celebrations and all that. I just your blood didn't really too thin. Didn't, didn't have time. <laughs> I was having too much fun. So speaking of grand finals, this is a great segue. This is a quick fire round. So Bon Jovi are hotly rumoured to be playing at the grand final. If yeah. Richmond make it, who would be most likely to get up on the stage and sing "Living on a Prayer" with Bon Jovi? What from the team? Yeah, from our team. Yeah. Probably Jeff Rewald again. Oh. He'll, he'll get back up there. He'll be like, my time to shine is here again. <laughs> Move over, John yeah. Bon Jovi. Yeah. He's um, got no shots, so I'd say Jack. <laughs> I love it. Which team would you most like to play in the grand final if you make it this year? Anyone. 
the easiest uh, team to beat. <laughs> oh, whoever's next best in the comp, whoever's second. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Do you have a nickname other than Dusty at the club? Does I? I usually just get Does D U Z. Gee, they're not very does. creative. D U Z like Does or Dusty? That's yeah, about right. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no point in asking how you got that. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Who has the best nickname at the club? Beavis. Someone's nickname is Beavis. <laughs> Costanza. That's pretty funny. What was that? Sorry. Costanza. Costanza. No, he. We call him George. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, probably Beavis is the best one. If I any pop up, I'll let you know. Thanks. Uh, who do you think's the most underrated player in footy right now? Dylan Grimes is very underrated. Yeah, he. But he's great. I think he's great. Yeah, he's starting to get a lot of recognition. Apart from yourself, whose uniform do you think is the most schmick? Like the the best looking. As a design, uh, as a man with a you know design creative brain, a lot of them are pretty ugly, to be honest. Aren't I they? agree with you. I'm a Giants fan, and it kills me to wear that orange every week. West Coast aren't too bad. Oh, you like the the bright yellow and blue? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, it's, it's a lot of the a lot of the teams just have a lot of dull colours. So yeah, any that got a bit of you know vibe. Yeah. Actually, our new the new yellow that we've got is awesome. Mm. Um, it's much brighter and vibrant so i really like that yeah rather than the gold yeah 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 nice that's been cool who has the best on-field banter uh definitely sean (laughs) he has the vibe of some of them that would have great banter yeah i probably can't repeat too much (laughs) what he says but he yeah he's very good on the lip (laughs) so your hair is another part of your quite iconic look we're seeing you know a lot of people going out getting the dusty um, yep. especially after last year. Who, apart from you, has the best hair in the AFL that you reckon? Oh, in, in what way? Like, like just a cool haircut? Look. Like, yeah, just something that you like. You see them on the ground and you're like, fuck, that's a good haircut. <laughs> As I said, I don't lo- watch a lot of footy, so just bear with me while I <laughs> think. Okay. <laughs> what do you guys reckon? I don't know. I, can't, I reckon uh, Dyson Heppel's got an iconic head of hair. I just don't like the Y-Man dreads, though. Like, it's... Oh. What is um, Ben Brown's big... Oh, big, big brown, beautiful. yeah. The beautiful curls. They are good. Yeah. So, who has the worst hair? Is that easier? <laughs> the worst hair. There's a couple of strong mullets out there this year. Oh, yeah, no, ben Stratton's cool, the mullet. You like the mullet? You're into <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I like, I like it actually. I'll probably say that's my That's your fave. One. Yeah, it's a strong look. I like anyone that goes out there with confidence, personally. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well. And who do you reckon has the best team song apart from the Tigers? Well, I don't like to hear any of the yeah. opposition. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't heard many this year, to be honest. I don't know. All the, like, the traditional clubs, you know, like your Essendon's and your Carlton's and Collingwood's, they're all pretty cool. Yeah, all that big band stuff. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I always sing along to the Saints just because it's oh, yeah. like an oh, actual yeah. song. That's <laughs> um, Saints supporter growing up. So, yeah, that, that would be my favourite. Oh, there you go. Who do you think is the GOAT of this season from, like, you know, games um, that you've played against? Tom Mitchell's having an un- unbelievable year. Mm, um, having a blinder. The numbers that he's getting are just ridiculous. So mm. he's magic. the go. And who do you reckon is going to hit the AFL Hall of Fame first, Gary Ablett Jr. or Buddy Franklin? I don't know. Maybe they can do it on the same night. Oh, that'd that'd be be nice. cool. That would be sweet. That would be really Joint cute. presentation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they're both, both superstars, and so I'm sure they'll be in there. Yeah, Amazing. cool. Well, that's all we've got for you, Dusty. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks so uh, much. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, Good luck thanks, with everything. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
okay, I'm just only just recovering. Are you right? I'm, I'm so red in the face. He's, Dustin Martin is not even here. We're talking via Skype. Yeah, we had him on a little little laptop. <laughs> not even like face Skype, just voice Skype. Yeah. But that was fun though. He's, yeah. a, he's a good boy. Yeah. He's a good boy. Good boy. Um, I actually would love for Dusty to grow a mullet. Yeah, it sounded like he's quite the fan of the mullet. Yeah. Maybe that's the next move for him. That's the next, yeah. When he's sick of the landing strip. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can, yeah, pick up the, uh, pick up, just grow it out. I yeah, reckon. just grow out the, the back of it. Oh, Wouldn't party be out hard. the back. Yeah. <laughs> I should have asked dusty. him for, I know, oh, the vibe. It's <laughs> so strong. I actually should have asked him for um, some, I find it interesting his, actually his warm-up tip, like his superstitions, oh having God, like the exact the same pair of socks. I'm obsessed with that. It's great. It's I wonder how many particular. pairs he would have to have to go through. Well, he says he takes four. He has four. Four that pairs. He rotates through. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was fascinating. A fascinating insight <laughs> to the life of Dustin Martin. The secret life of Dustin Martin. The fact that he goes into tattoo parlors with his eyes closed. <gasps> Throws a pencil. Terrifies at me. <laughs> Terrifies me. The fact that he does that. I'm just like, no. <laughs> Same. I planned for months for my 50 cent piece size tattoo. Yeah. And, and you know how long my shoulder time. took. Jesus. Yeah. Mostly because I accidentally missed an appointment. Um, that's neither here nor there. Um, but just one last thing that I would like to really, really quickly give a shout out to is um, the Reclick Community Cup, which Yay, is I'm going. what I'm playing, playing some footy, even though, um, you know, we're all very unfit. Um, but it's the Sydney game that's playing uh, on the 19th of August over at Henson Park in Marrickville. I think uh, first bounces at one or two. I probably should know, considering I need to be on the field and at that point in time. Giving it a shout out. Yep. <laughs> um, but it's in the afternoon. It's always a really fun day out. I think uh, tickets are ten bucks online at the moment, um, and it is media versus musicians, which is always fun. It's a very heated mm. game, especially considering last year uh, the musicians team, the Whalers, uh, won their first one. Mm. Sailors had was, been wasn't undefeated. It a bit of a blowout. Uh, I think it was a little bit, but not huge. Mm. Uh, I did get very bored down in the, the forward pocket uh, with the girl that I was tagged on, so we just wrestled uh, <laughs> and gave some entertainment to the fans, which was a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, so if you're in the Sydney area, come on down. Uh, it raises funds for RecLink, who put on arts and sports programs for... Uh, disadvantaged kids, mm-hmm. which is really important. Um, getting them cause. to, yeah, getting them to kind of get out there and get active and yeah. um, socialize, which and is really from cool. Because you're playing, but I went as a spectator last yeah. year. From a spectator point of view, I can tell you, there's dogs everywhere. Dogs everywhere. There's like you know your your tinnies, your sausage sizzle, just lots of fans. It's fun. It's a good day. Nice sunny day outside. Oh, wholesome fun. It. Wholesome fun. Sitting on the I'll hill. I'll be there. Either sad because the swans beat the giants or just walking around doing one big victory lap it's fun (laughs) time will tell all right that sounds like we probably need to hit the sheds uh i will see you next week joe see ya see ya 